and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Back with another episode. I hope you enjoyed last week's. If you listened, if not, check it out. It's online. It's in the archives. Anywhere you find your podcast, it's there. Apple, Spotify, uh, Google, Anchor, literally everywhere. Uh, Last week's episode was all about retro Disney. Now, did anyone else listen and then just get the urge to watch old uh, old Disney videos on YouTube or you know look up old family pictures or anything? I know I did. Um, I was watching one. I believe it was like the opening day ceremonies of Epcot uh, in the '80s, and it was what a good video. I wish I could like link that right here. Um, it was like an hour long or something like that, and it was all about like the opening day festivities. Uh, at Epcot, you know, on their grand opening, and just to see it, and, you know, obviously, you see all the the outdated clothes, and, you know, fashion, and technology, and stuff, but just to see Epcot, like, how it was, you know, kind of pictured to be by Walt, and Roy, and, you know, the original Imagineers, and to kind of see the, the, the tourists, the, you know, the guests, kind of, you know, walking around in awe was, was pretty cool, and, it definitely reminded me of like being a kid when I went to Epcot, you know, in the nineties, it still had that, um, that allure that it, it had that mystique and the new technology, like that was still a thing there. And I remember, you know, walk around as a kid and be like, Oh my God, look at this, look at this. Like, especially, I think it was at like the exit of spaceship earth. They had like a bunch of, um, you know, kind of interactive, uh, activities and they had like cell phone stuff. They had laptop stuff. I just remember being like blown away as a kid. So it's kind of cool to see that and like see, you know, the people kind of walking around and kind of experiencing that for the first time too. Um, also been obviously going through old family pictures as always, and uh, the retro Disney merchandise. You now I, I talked about how my grandpa passed away, and we're kind of in the process of kind of cleaning everything out. And you know, he had a bunch of you know, clothes and I was going through and, you know, he had a lot of cool (laughs) retro Disney stuff. You know, some of the stuff still has tags on it. It's, it's crazy. You know, there's like a blizzard beach shirt, a, uh, a, uh, happiest celebration kind of, uh, 1996 magic kingdom shirt. He had, you know, some tank tops, like pretty cool to see, you know, he had other stuff too, like retro, like Chicago bulls championship shirts and stuff still with tags on, but the Disney stuff, um, the Disney stuff I, I grabbed, and uh, you know, the only thing is I gotta maybe hit the gym a little more to uh, fit into the two XLs that he was rocking. But some cool stuff. I'm sure I'll post them on my Instagram. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today, all one word. You guys know I love talking Disney with you. Uh, I try to post. Uh, haven't been haven't been making many reels or videos lately. Uh, but I'm still posting stories and uh, interacting with you guys. If you could do me a big favor, head over to the, um, if you're listening on your iPhone, head over to the podcast app. And when you search Disney World today and click on my um, you know, logo, my album art, it'll take you to my homepage. And there you can leave me a rating and a review. If you leave me a five-star rating, I'll very much appreciate it. It kind of helps out the, the algorithm and, and everything. And if you leave me a review... Uh, those are always cool to read. I'll I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Got to get my rating up. I want to try to get some more listens, get some more ears on the podcast because I feel like I have a, you know, a um, 
I don't want to say a different, but I, yeah, okay, I have a different opinion on Disney. I'm a Disney nerd, I'm a Disney diehard, and I'm not afraid to, you know, call them out, you know, say it how it is. Um, but yeah, if you guys can do that, I'd really appreciate it. We have another fun topic for this week's episode. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about Disney World Park hours, or the, you know, the hours of the resort in general. Because I have, I have a few things to say about that. We could talk about, you know, what times the parks open, time they close, the resorts, you know, and I've, I've had a suggestion or, you know, something I think that could uh, improve Disney altogether. It's something me and my dad have always talked about. We'll get into that. But again, thank you guys for stopping by and listening, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. All right. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, let's talk Disney Park Hours. We're going to be specifically talking about Disney World for this one. So if you're a, uh, a listener out in California and your home park is Disneyland, you know, I don't know the exact deal, details of everything, but I'm sure you can kind of relate to what I'm about to say. But the Disney park hours, the park hours and times, you know, they play a huge role in your Disney vacation. Like the first thing that I do, I don't, maybe you guys don't like the first thing I do when I'm planning, you know, my trip is I look and see like which parks are open the latest on which days you know which parks open the earliest on which days and it, it really determines like our vacation like we we plan around that you know especially like today like the way you have to travel and and make your vacation your disney plans like you have to make a reservation which is crazy to think about you know you've never had to do that you know before in the past and now more than ever the disney park hours play a huge role in your vacation like you have to plan everything pretty much down to the hour, you know, which which days you're going where, and you know you're kind of locked into that. And with the fast passes, you got to decide where you're going to be on which day. And you know, it, the part like you don't want to, you don't want to like schedule. Okay, let's go to you know the Ma- Magic Kingdom on Monday. You know, it's only open till nine o'clock, and Epcot was open till eleven. You know, when when that happens, I feel like I missed out. I feel like I I missed out on like some extra Disney time. We always try to plan, okay, let's see, Magic Kingdom's open the latest on Friday and Saturday. Um, we'll go there. You know, Epcot's open till 11 on this day. We'll go to Epcot that day. So that's how, like, we always try and plan everything. The reason why I wanted to bring up this topic for the episode, um, I feel like it's not talked about enough. And, you know, my last trip, as fun as it was, I gotta say, the park hours sucked. You know, that was... It was the earliest everything was closing I've ever seen in my entire life going to Disney. Like, growing up as a kid, you know, Animal Kingdom would always close early. It would close at like 5 or 6 o'clock, and I feel like they always kind of said, or it was a rumor that they always did that just because of the animals. Um, You know, it's obviously open a little later now, but, you know, back in the day, that one closed early compared to the other parks. But, you know, every single day during the summer, Magic Kingdom was opened late. Epcot was open late, at least, you know, Future World. MGM Studios was always open late. So you had your pick. You could go to any of the three parks that were open, you know, and it really helped, like, disperse the crowds, too. 
you know, this last trip, it was unbelievable how early everything was closing. You know, I went in July, you know, on a Friday, and the Magic Kingdom was open until 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, like, that's insane. You know, Hollywood Studios, the one day, it was on a Friday or Saturday, I think. Um, I think it closed at, like, 8 o'clock, and it's like, you know, we... You know, we, we wanted to go to Hollywood Studios that day. Like, we had to get some rides in because of rain. We kind of lost out. And we had to make reservations and everything. It's kind of complicated now. Complicated now. You know, it closes at 8 o'clock, and it's like, wow, okay, now what do we do for the rest of the night, you know? Um, I wonder if I'm the only one that feels that way. But the park hours just really bothered me lately. And, you know, I live out of state, and, I you know, it's obviously different, uh, you know, peak times now and I, I don't know exactly what the park hours right now but you know july in the summer on weekends and the you know the parks were closing early so i can only imagine that they're still doing it that way and it it's one of those things like i love disney i could go you know walk around the hotels and do all those things but at 10 o'clock 11 o'clock it seems like everything's closed like there's you know there's really not much to do and Unless, you know, you're going to bed early, getting ready for the next day. But, like, I'm kind of a night owl. You know, I like to stay up when I'm in, I'm like, when I'm in Disney. I like to stay up till midnight, 1230. I like to go, you know, walk and get something to eat or, you know, hang out by the pool. And luckily for us, when we stayed at Saratoga Springs, um, the building section we were at had its own pool. And they weren't, uh, they weren't really enforcing the pool hours. So we'd get back, you know, I think technically it says like on a sign that the pool closes at like 9 or 10 maybe. You know, we'd get back, um, you know, from the parks, get something to eat, kind of hang out in the room. Then we'd go down to the pool at 10, 30, 11 o'clock and either just sit in the hot tub for a little bit or hang out in the pool for an hour. Like, and there was other people there doing it too. And it's like we weren't, you know, causing trouble. We weren't making a lot of noise. We were just kind of unwinding from our day and, you know, hanging out at the pool. We're on vacation. You know, I hate, at, you know, I'm in Disney for the most part, I hate just sitting in the room, like watching Netflix or playing on my phone. I'd rather be down by the pool in the food court. You know, every once in a while, I don't mind, you know, if I'm eating something in the room or, you know, you're getting ready for bed with the TV on or something, but I don't want to spend every night like in bed at 1030, just watching Netflix on vacation. Um, you know, luck, we got lucky at Saratoga Springs. It was like that, you know, in the past that like, you know, art of animation where I've stayed a lot recently, now, everything's closed at 11 o'clock and you know the pools are closed they won't let you get in there food courts closed the you know the stores closed and you know wh what do you do you just kind of sit in the room and you know watch TV watch TV like that's a whole nother subject too like I don't understand why they closed the food courts so early now correct me if I'm wrong there are there some food courts that are open till midnight you know, maybe Swan and Dolphins was 24 hours. I, I could be wrong, but I thought that was open a little later at least. But for the most part, all the food courts close at 10 or 11 o'clock. So if you're at the park, let's say the Magic Kingdom closes early. Let's say the Magic Kingdom closes at 10. You know, by the time you leave, get on, you know, get on a bus, get to the hotel, it's, you know, it could be 11 o'clock and everything's closed. And if you're hungry, if you have kids, like your family's hungry, like what do you do? Like you better hope you have snacks in your room. Or you're, you know, ordering a pizza from somewhere. Or if you have a car, you're driving to pick some up. You're going to that McDonald's or the, um, you know, whatever's the closest, uh, you know, place to get food. Some of those fast food places by downtown Disney. Um, 
But like, why, why don't they keep them open later? You're telling me, like, we've all seen it. We've all seen it. It's like the, the 1045, the bus from the Magic Kingdom just emptied out full of people and they all run straight to the food court and get a bunch of food as fast as they can before it closes. Why not just keep it open till 12 or 1 a.m.? You know, people would buy stuff. I every single time I would like we get back and it's closed and it's like, oh man, now I gotta eat you know Cheez Its and a water in in the room. Um, when I would probably spend twenty bucks on a slice of pizza and chips and a cookie, you know, I don't think Disney would lose money. And it's probably something to do with I don't know, just staffing. You know, maybe maybe they want. Um, you know, they don't want the long hours for them, but it's, you know, if the the demand is there, why not? Especially when I'm on vacation in Disney, like every single night I would like to go down to the food court and pick out like a pastry, some sort of dessert, you know, maybe a chocolate milk, maybe a decaf coffee, maybe a hot chocolate, you know, and enjoy that like as my nighttime snack, you know, and I don't want to have to sprint down there at, you know, 10.59 or you know, worry about, uh, you know, not making it back in time from the Magic Kingdom. And if it was just open later, like every single night, I'd walk down at midnight or whatever, 11 o'clock and get, you know, a cookie or a muffin or a cupcake, you know, something to drink. And um, I, I don't understand why Disney wouldn't want that. They love their money. They love making money. And uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one that would be eating there, you know, later than, you know, than, the, than it's open. You know, even sometimes... Like, I, I use the Magic Kingdom as uh, as an example because I've been through that so many times. But, you know, there's times it's like I want a, a snack before bed and it's like I don't know if I'm going to make it to the food court in time. So, you know, I wait and try to get something at the uh, the Main Street Bakery. Um, I think it's like the Starbucks now. And there's really not many options, too, because a lot of times the, the food places close early. And so everyone is in line there, and I gotta, you know, you gotta see what they have left, and then I gotta travel. Uh, I gotta somehow try to get my giant cupcake with frosting and all these decorations. I gotta make it on a bus, and you know, sometimes you're standing in line waiting for, you know, 30, 40 minutes, and then you gotta sit on the bus or stand on the bus and hope it doesn't get crushed, and then you know, gotta get to the room, and then, then like an hour and a half later, after traveling and being in the 80 degree humidity, I get to enjoy my cupcake. So. Disney, if you're listening, just keep the food courts open later. Keep them open till midnight, 1 a.m., 24-7. There would be people there. I guarantee it. You know, what about the people coming in, you know, uh, late flights or international? You know, a lot of times traveling, you know, you're hungry. You're not eating. Or you ate before you left and you get to the hotel and nothing's open. What do you do? You know, did, I guess nowadays you can kind of DoorDash. Or, uh, you know, order a pizza and, you know, that's, you know, kind of takes away from the whole thing. It's kind of a hassle. You got to wait even longer. You know, just keep the food courts open later. But let's, let's get back on track and talk about the park hours. They can make your whole vacation. Some of my greatest memories, my greatest Disney memories as a kid are being at the Magic Kingdom in the summer Friday, Saturday night. It didn't even matter what day because in the summer, every day is Friday. And just walking. I remember just walking around Tomorrowland and it was like 2 a.m. No one's there. And we're going on Space Mountain. We're going on the People Mover, Buzz Lightyear. It didn't matter. We could go on everything. The Magic Kingdom back in the day, at least during the summer, I know, would be open until 1 a.m., 
2 a.m. Sometimes even 3 a.m. Like, so much fun. I remember uh, it was the 2008 trip I went on with my buddy Brian. Came with my family. It was like a graduation present for me from high school. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, we had such a blast that trip. And I remember that trip, it seemed like the parks were open so late. Like, I still have pictures. We were at the Magic Kingdom until 3 a.m. I have a picture of the the one clock on Main Street. It says 3 a.m. when we were leaving. So many good memories, because when the parks are open that late, you can you can kind of take your time and soak everything in. It's not, it's finally not chaotic. You know, the, there's not many people there. It's, you know, at that time, like, obviously the sun's not out. It's not as hot. Um, you can hear all the sounds. You can absorb everything around you. And probably best of all, yes, you can go on all the rides you want and not you know, wait in just crazy long lines. You're able to do every single ride. You're able to do every single ride more than once. You know, Peter Pan's flight we were able to do because there's not a two-hour wait. You know, it's not something we're going to wait that long for, so we do that one. And uh, Space Mountain, you could ride it two or three times in a row. The People Mover, Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain. You know, that's easily one we do back-to-back. We'll do Splash Mountain, then go ride on Thunder, then back to Splash, then ride on Thunder. And it's you know, it allows, it allows you to have like a little freedom, a little, you know, you can have fun and let loose and it's, you're up late. You don't stay up late usually, you know, like me, I go to bed early for work now. I love to hang out at the Magic Kingdom until 2 a.m., you know, because it's something you don't get to do that often. And it's not just the Magic Kingdom, like, they, they used to keep the other parks open late too, like MGM Studios, Hollywood Studios used to be open until like midnight, I know for sure. You know, that was a park, um... When I was like in my later teens, you know, it was 15, 16, 17, like that was the cool park. Now that was the park I walked around hoping to see some cute girls. I'd wear my uh, my cool Orlando Magic jersey, maybe a backwards hat. I thought it was so cool. That was the cool park because they had Tower of Terror and they had Rock and Roller Coaster. And like we'd always try to go on those rides like right before the park closed, like 11, 1130, you know, right before midnight. Like it got a little rowdy. You know, the cast members were a little, um, maybe a little more laid back, maybe a little more uh, slap happy from working a long day. But it always seemed like the energy was different at night there, late at night. And there's something about riding Tower of Terror, you know, at 11.30, 11.40 o'clock, you know, at night. It's, gives a, it's a little creepier. It's dark. It's quiet. You're on the scary, you know, haunted elevator ride. Um, you know, I, I never remember... The park's closing early, except, you know, like I said, Animal Kingdom. That one, ever since it opened, you know, it'd be open till 5, 6, 7 o'clock, maybe, maybe 8 o'clock. But I remember it always closing early. But, you know, especially back then, it wasn't really a big deal because it was, you know, it was a half-day park. We'd go there right when it opened, get, you know, get the rides out of the way, and we'd, you know, usually not go back to, back there. You know, and for Epcot, um, I don't remember Epcot 
ever really staying open super late. Uh, especially World Showcase. Now they would have Illuminations, uh, and you could watch that. Those, you know, the you know, they would do that right before closing. But you know, in uh, Future World would kind of stay open later than World Showcase. But you know, there really wasn't too much to do. You had Test Track, Spaceship Earth, you know, Mission Space, which I refuse to ever go on again. But you know, that park didn't really make sense to stay open that late because. You know, they, they don't really have the attractions for it. Um, you really don't need to, you know, you really don't need to be there at 2 a.m. to ride uh, the seas with Nemo and friends. You know, you can pretty much get on that anytime you'd like. But I, if it was open late, it would be cool to be there. It would be cool to walk around Epcot at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. You know, maybe now with all the, uh, you know, the upgrades and renovations they're doing, more attractions will be in there and it'll make sense to keep it open later. But... Just my big thing for this episode, the the Walt Disney World hours in general. This is something my dad has always talked about, even when I was a kid. He would always say that he believed that one day Disney World would be like Vegas, where no matter what time you got there, it would be busy, something, you know, it would be open, people would be around. And I don't think he's that far off. Now, I don't think it's going to be like Vegas, where at 4 a.m. you walk through a casino and it's packed with people drinking and yelling and stuff. But I do think if they, you know, keep evolving and stuff and growing, you know, to see it kind of, um, you know, more energetic and things being open, maybe midnight, 1 a.m., I think that's definitely a possibility. You know, the, the crowds keep growing. International crowds keep growing. You know, when people are on vacation, they, they like to have fun. They like to, have, you know, spend money. Back in the day, downtown Disney used to have, you know, clubs, dance clubs, comedy clubs, you know, Pleasure Island. That used to be open late. You know, so the if there was something like that, you know, people would be there. If... You know, let's say if all the, the food courts were open later and they had like the shop, the, you know, the shops open late, like people would go. If Disney Springs was open until 1 or 2 a.m., there would be people at Disney Springs at 1 or 2 a.m., I guarantee it. Um, you know, and the hotels, I guess it's kind of tough because you have so many families and they're trying to sleep. But like there's, you know, you can keep the lobbies and the, you know, the, the gift shops and the, the food courts open late. That doesn't affect the people trying to sleep have people kind of congregate there like especially after a long day at the parks just you can kind of hang out and unwind you know at the in the hotel lobby you know the the boardwalk is another place i feel like should be more you know popular and buzzing late at night to kind of, you know as a kid it always seemed like it was when we would stay at the swan and dolphin and walk back like there would always be people at the boardwalk you know you have the two clubs there the piano bar the the dance club and um you know, there's some there's some places to eat there and you know I I just don't understand why they don't stay open later and I, it would be cool to see especially you know like the that area you have a lot of guests staying at the Swan and Dolphin who are there for you know work conferences they don't want to you know they don't want to go to bed at 10 o'clock they're not going for the most part they're not going to just hang out at the Magic Kingdom they're going to have a good time you know maybe they need some more you know adult themed bars and clubs and stuff there you know, I never got to experience the full effect of Pleasure Island. I was like, you know, I remember walking around there when I was like 14 or 15 years old. It was still Pleasure Island. And they had a uh, 
the promotion that summer or that year was every night is New Year's Eve. And I believe every night at midnight, they would uh, shoot off some fireworks and play Auld Lang Syne, that, that uh, New Year's song. I remember walking around just people drinking and, you know, making out and stuff. And I was like, man, I can't wait to experience this when I'm like 18, 19, 21 years old. And it closed, it changed, you know, I never got to experience that. And I think there's a way to do it where you can keep it clean still, you know. Uh, you know, with Disney Springs, it's obviously you can have locals coming in and, you know, maybe they, maybe they don't want that anymore. You know, they don't want, they don't want the rowdy locals, you know, hanging out and stuff. But, you know, Disney loves money. That's what, you know, brings in people. That's what brings in money, you know, and, uh, you know, Universal, Universal has CityWalk, which... I gotta say, they really did it right. It's a place you can go as an adult, maybe a young adult. Like, if I wish I went there, you know, with my buddies when I was like 21 years old, 22. We would have had such a good time, even if we didn't go to the into the parks and ride rides. If we just hung out at City Walk, you know, it's a place you can kind of mingle and have some drinks, you know, maybe meet some girls and just have a good time and. You know, at Disney, Disney Springs to me now doesn't it doesn't have that vibe. It's more of a you know, it's a it's a shopping center. You go and they got you know nice places to eat and some stores and you do some shopping and eat and you know, that's it. There's really no not too much entertainment. You know, they have some street performers playing some music and stuff and they have the one side that's still kinda of dedicated to like families by uh, World of Disney. They have that stage usually playing songs for kids. You know, that, uh, that other side um, just kind of seems like they don't know what they're doing. And, I, you know, I'm not saying to bring back Pleasure Island, but I feel like, you know, bring in some more places where the older people, people my age, I call myself old now, can kind of go at midnight, you know, stay there and just kind of hang out, have a good time, have some drinks. But I don't know. Do you guys think the park hours will ever kind of go back to the good old days, as I like to call them, because I really don't think they will, at least not in the short term. Maybe years down the road they will. You know, Disney keeps expanding. There's really no downtime anymore. Like, no matter what month you go, it seems to be, you know, the crowds are always the same. You know, at least back then, there were some downtimes, you know, in like November, February, after Christmas, etc., just kind of feels like year-round, you know, Disney's getting more and more crowded, more and more popular. You know, eventually, they're going to add a fifth theme park. And, you know, eventually, you know, years down the road, there's going to be even more people. They're building more hotels, so maybe they will bring those park hours back. Maybe I'll be able to re relive some of my favorite memories of walking around Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom at 2 a.m., just... You know, not too many people around. I'm just kind of sitting there. I can picture it right now. Sitting there, seeing the colors of um, the Astro Orbiter and hearing the music. Hearing the people mover pass by. Like, I want to experience that again. There's something so calming and relaxing about that. But, you know, short term, I don't think that's going to come back anytime soon. You know, Disney's all about right now saving money, cutting hours, which means they, you know, don't have to pay, you know, the cast members they probably save money, you know, not opening up and operating the parks and, 
No, I'm sure it, it comes down to a money thing, but I, I really do hope that they bring it back, bring back the hours, the golden era, you know, the good old days of 2, 3 a.m. at the Magic Kingdom, walking down Main Street, hanging out in Tomorrowland, because uh, everybody needs to experience that like I did. I'm 31 years old, and I'm, that's a memory I have from when I was, you know, 14 through, you know, 18 years old, so I really hope they bring it back. That's pretty much all I have to say about the park hours. I think I made my stance pretty clear how I, uh, you know, I hope they bring back the longer hours. You know, I, I hope Disney kind of expands and just kind of operates later in general. I'm a night owl, you know, I want to be able to go to the parks, come back to the hotel and kind of unwind and relax. I don't want to just go to the hotel room and just lay down and go to sleep. You know, I want to go down to the food court, you know, get a, get a muffin, get a cookie, kind of unwind a little bit, enjoy something to drink, you know, and then, you know, walk back to the room, enjoy the weather, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's just a me thing, but, uh, if you guys can relate, let me know, shoot me a DM or a comment somewhere, so I don't feel like I'm the only, uh, the only one thinking this. I didn't post any stories this week asking about, uh, asking you guys about the park hours or anything, I didn't really know how to phrase it, so I don't have any Q&A or anything set up, um, so we'll just talk about a, a little Disney news, uh, this week, they finally announced that masks at Walt Disney World are now fully optional. You know, maybe maybe this is the start of things kind of returning to normal. You know, I, I'm not going to get into it with masks and make it political, whether you want to wear it or not. Like, it doesn't bother me if you want to wear your mask or if you don't. Like, I, you know, everyone could just have your own opinion on it. Um, I will say walking around the parks in July with the mask on was a hassle. You know, putting it on, taking it off when you're, you know, walking around with it off when you're outside, but then having to put it on as soon as you enter the queue or go on a ride and keeping it on during a ride and pictures and dealing with the heat. Like, yeah, it, it was a hassle, but, you know, I wore it because I, you know, that's what they said. I wanted to enjoy Disney. I didn't want to get yelled at. Um, it was tough to keep it on during some of the rides uh, just because I want to breathe and yell and, it, you know, it just kind of falls down. But, you know, they, they made it optional now. So I think this is more a sign of bigger things to come, you know. Maybe things are going to return to normal. Maybe we won't have to make reservations anymore. I think a lot of the stuff, though, that happened during the pandemic, the way they've been operating, I do think they will try to, you know, continue. I don't think the Genie Plus Fast Pass is going away. It's not going away soon, uh, I, that's for sure. You know, Chappick came out and said it's been successful. You know, they're making money off of it, unfortunately. I haven't heard one good thing about it. All the bloggers and all the people I follow have not said one good thing about the Genie Plus FastPass system. Seems like everyone's using it, and the lines are still long. You know, when I went uh, last summer during, you know, when everything was weird, there was no FastPass, and the lines actually moved kind of quick. They looked longer than usual. But they actually moved really quick, and I kind of enjoyed it. I would rather them take away FastPass in general than keep this Genie Plus system. It's just, you know, it's a money grab. I think I did an entire, an entire episode on it. Um, but again, I don't think that's going away. You know, I don't think that um, they're not going to follow, like, the masks and just get rid of it. Uh, you know, the reservation thing again, too, I they might not get rid of that either. They, uh... I'm sure whatever they're looking into, they're going to do whatever's best for them. One other thing I wanted to talk about, it's kind of a small thing, but it's interesting. 
So at the Magic Kingdom, the, the confectionery, the candy store, on the outside signage, they added a M&M's kind of, um, you know, sign kind of sculpture thing on there. That's not a huge deal. Not super noticeable. I actually, you know what? I feel like it kind of fits. Doesn't look out of place. But it does have M&M's on it. And, you know, that's an outside brand. Disney, I'm sure, got a large amount of money for that. And it just kind of seems like, you know, part of the first domino. I think we're going to see a lot more of this. It's something that's new. You know, there's been rides, uh, you know, sponsored by companies. You know, Spaceship Earth was sponsored by Siemens for a while and Test Track with GM. And um, I think the land, I don't know if it still is, but I think it was sponsored by Nestle for a little bit. But a little different because it's an attraction. You know, there was just their logo on the sign. I just wonder if Disney's going to really look into this. It's it's everywhere else. It's in sports. Um, if you look at um, any sports team, they have logos on the court. They have now they have logos on their jerseys. That was a big deal. You know, there's logos everywhere. I just don't want I don't want Disney to turn into like a minor league baseball stadium outfield, where like every ten feet there's like a company's logo and advertising everywhere because that comes off as cheesy. Whatever they do add, I hope it does fit. I hope it doesn't take away, you know, the M&M thing. I, I'm with, you know, it fits. I honestly, I think I was more bothered when they added like the Starbucks sign to the uh, the Main Street Bakery. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, I do think we're going to see a lot more uh, things like this and not just a, a plain logo on a sign. I think we'll see like actual, you know, whether you want to call it a sculpture or whatever it is. But if you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, it's like a little M&M sculpture on the outside of the confectionery building. And that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. I will apologize. I think I've had some audio issues. My microphone cord is like shorting out a little bit. So if you hear my voice kind of cut in and cut out, I'm sorry. It'll be fixed for the next episode. Man, I'm struggling lately with these <laughs> with these audio issues. Last week I tried to record while driving and my I had all these dinging alarms going off and, and turn signals and now my my microphone shortened out, so that's just wonderful. But yet, we're going to power through. I want to thank you guys for listening. You know, it's something, you know, a topic like park hours, it's kind of, it seems maybe it's a little, you know, not, not too important, but for me, it's something I've always wanted to talk about. You know, the conversation with my dad, I've always remembered about him thinking, you know, Disney would turn into Vegas in that respect, where you know, it's kind of just open 24-7, and that would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing if that somehow happened but i wanted to talk about it park hours you know they ha they play a big role in your vacation and we'll see if they return to normal i really do hope so but you guys are the best thanks for listening again if you can follow me on instagram head over to the apple podcast app check out my uh, podcast on that page if you click on it please 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 leave me a five-star rating if you write me a review I'll give you a shout-out on the very next episode. And the next one, next one's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I've already been uh, working on my notes for that episode. And, you know, this one was a little shorter. Next week's might be a little longer. Again, I'm trying to get them out weekly. I've been, I've been trying my best. This one was close. I think last week came out on Friday. This one should be out Saturday. Um, but, again, you guys are the best. If you have any comments, suggestions, opinions, Shoot me a message on Instagram. DMs always open. I reply to everyone. You guys are the best. Love talking Disney with you. And I think that's all I got. So always remember, it all started with a mouse. Mm -hmm.